you'll get a lot of benefits from mindfulness by practicing mm-hmm. it in a secular way. And, you know, many people do. It helps them with, you know, sleep and concentration and pain management and other health issues, um, lowers anxiety, many, many benefits. But the real, for me, like the ultimate benefit of mindfulness is that it allows you to be in communication with God. Welcome, it's Amelia Andaleone, yoga and meditation teacher. It's Monday, November 16th, 2020, and the voice you just heard was Darren Coburn, our guest today, who joins us from the UK. Darren is a mindfulness teacher, an author, he writes spiritual songs, and he's a business coach to teachers who offer meditation, mindfulness, and yoga online. He helps their teaching practices and businesses grow. One of the ways he does that is through his free online community on Facebook called Conscious Digital Teachers. Something else that I really appreciate from Darren today in this episode is he's a multi-faith teacher, and you'll hear him share about these groups that he leads and his approach and his philosophy to spirituality and being open-minded of multiple disciplines is I feel like something that we could really use right now, especially in the United States when it feels like we are so divided. So I don't want to take too much time having you hear my voice. I'm excited for you to get to know and hear Darren and what he has to share with us today. And know that after this episode, there will be a bonus episode that Darren has generously offered one of his meditations, his mindful prayer meditation, which you can listen to after this interview. Thank you so much for being here. Hold tight. I'll be right back. Welcome, Darren, to my Spiritually Fit Yoga podcast. I'm so glad that you're here. Hello, Amelia. Thanks for having me on your podcast. To get present with you, would you share where are you right now? What country are you in? Yeah, so I'm living in Poole, which is on the south coast of the UK. Uh, it's a couple of hours train trip from London. People may know where that is. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's a very nice part of the world, nice part of the country. Uh, we've got the the beach here and lots of lovely rivers and forests and I particularly like nature I like walking and if you would have seen my Instagram feed you'll see that I like paddle boarding as well and there's lots of places mm-hmm. to do that around here so yeah I feel very blessed to be living where I'm living mm-hmm. wow thank you so much for painting that picture it sounds lovely and peaceful, and just hearing you describe it helped me feel calm and relaxed. And it definitely sounds like the type of place that I could see myself enjoying as a, a spiritual sanctuary. And we'll get right into the, the main topic of our interview today about spirituality. So for you, what does spirituality mean to you, and what does it mean for you to be spiritually fit? Spiritual implies a a state of being which is which is open to spirit or open to god 
Mm-hmm. So if I was to describe being spiritually fit, it would be being in a good state and actively cultivating yourself so you can open your mind and your heart to spirit and and to to surrender to to that and to allow that in and to allow that to guide you and to allow that to make you more skillful and and to make your life like less stressful and mm-hmm. more harmonious so for me yeah it's about openness to god mhm mm. mhm i know people have different reactions to that word and mm-hmm. uh, and actually it's just a word and i don't really mind what people call that um <laughs> what i can't even describe yeah the, um, the higher power or something or bigger than themselves the higher power, or higher mm-hmm. self but but for me that is what it's all about is is to be open to that and to allow that to guide your life you know to guide mm-hmm. your thoughts to guide your communication to guide your physical action and ultimately it enables you to do good in the world mhm yeah yeah thank you for that and uh and how is your your spirituality or your your spiritual practices how has that made a difference in your life i hear you say that you know a better life and less stressed you know was there do you have an example of where you might have been experiencing stress and how your spiritual practice was able to transform you from a stressed state to a, a more peaceful yeah. calm state yeah sure yeah i mean i first got into meditation that was really the start of my journey and that was in response to experiencing a lot of anxiety basically i think because my life was too busy you know i was doing too much and putting myself under a lot of pressure not really mm-hmm. being kind to my mind and my body um working too much drinking too much and just generally <laughs> being quite unskillful um mm. and yeah i went to see a a coach it was a life coach and it was one of the things that she recommended when we went through that process and over time you know working with the meditation definitely increased my mindfulness my awareness and it started to bring some consciousness and some choice into my life and the decisions that I was making and how I was conducting myself so my mind became much more peaceful through that mm-hmm. practice so i carried on with it and i started to look into it more which led me to buddhism and buddhist teachings uh, that i i'm still involved with i still teach various buddhist practices and appreciate them and and also the other influence for me early on was Eckhart Tolle and mm-hmm. he he helped me to understand how the 
the Buddhist practices like mindfulness and meditation could be used to open our minds and our hearts to spirit and mm -hmm. presence. So there's, there's definitely a connection between the two. If you want to be spiritual, if you want to experience more of God in your life and more peace and more love and more kindness, um, you do have to be mindful because when you're mm -hmm. not mindful and you're lost in your own thoughts, which I know I am, you know, a lot of the mm -hmm. day, um, we separate ourselves, you see, and then we lose that connection uh, with spirit. So there's this really strong relationship between mindfulness and spirit or mindfulness and openness to God. Mm -hmm. mm. Yes. Yeah. So there's a, there's a, really you can synthesize these different teachings, which is why myself and friends within the groups that I run, you know, we enjoy teachings from Buddhism. We enjoy teachings from yoga philosophy. We enjoy teachings from Eckhart Tolle. We enjoy teachings from the Bible. And we can look at all those in an open-minded, non-dogmatic way and see how they connect. And ultimately, you know, the outcome is to connect us with spirit, which is what, for me, what spirituality is all about. Yes. Oh, that's beautiful. Would you share more about these multi-faith groups that you lead? Yeah. Yeah. A few of us meet on a Wednesday and a Sunday evening. Um, the way it works at the moment, it, we may change this over time, but on a Wednesday evening, we will study uh, Christian teachings, usually from the Bible. And mm -hmm. I say to people that you don't need to be a Christian to come along. We have people there, you know, with different views and, and faiths. Um, but it's really taking the teachings and the focus in these uh, study groups and meditation groups is to look at how we can take scripture and spiritual teachings and then apply them in our daily life really to make us better human beings and to allow to align us with what spirit or with what god wants um mm -hmm. so we do that on a wednesday then on a sunday same time we do all of this over zoom we we look at other types of teachings so we look at in usually buddhist teachings or sometimes the teachings of eckhart tolle or or yoga philosophy and and this is where we we link all of this stuff together yeah so we might hear about a particular buddhist teaching and then link that to a christian teaching or hear about a teaching from eckhart tolle and link that to a christian teaching or a buddhist teaching and and by making these links and seeing a commonality across the different teachings and philosophies um it helps us to, to deeply understand the truth mm -hmm. yeah, and, and there's one truth. Mm -hmm. uh, so I, I don't like dogma. Uh, mm -hmm. like I've tried operating within religious movements and it, it just doesn't seem to work for me because I've, I've got an open mind and I just like to explore, um, you know, different, different faiths and, the different religions and philosophies, they have different emphasis as well. You know, it's like mm -hmm. Buddhist teachings are just really strong on, you know, mindfulness and uh, 
being able to control the mind and meditation and and all of that side of things and but then if you used to take the christian teachings you know they are their strengths are you know related to relationship with god mm-hmm. um and so but when you you bring all this together you end up with a really good you know powerful framework for your practice mm-hmm. but it needs a certain type of person you know it needs someone who's open minded and and also someone who's confident um in themselves mm-hmm. to be able to to challenge their own views and uh, and also to be able to receive other people's expressions of their faith because we do have some people in the group that have particular faith um mm-hmm. so it sounds complex but it it all mixes together really well and provides for a a rounded practice that's particularly good for people who don't want to be part of religions or institutions um but what i will say is that religion i do respect religions and institutions um and i think for people that want to be part of a religion and it works for them you know it's helpful for them the religion and everyone else um but it's not for everyone and uh, it's not for me well not right now anyway but even with that i keep an open mind you know yeah. <laughs> i don't sit here saying oh i'm not going to be part of a a, a church again or I'm not going to be part of a Buddhist movement again I sit here saying well this is where I am today and mm-hmm. uh, this is feeling good for me and the people around me right now and you know tomorrow might be different yeah yeah of course so again open mind around everything yeah that's well, what, that's I... what I tried to do mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love that you are a multi-faith teacher and I'm curious is there something that comes to mind you know in these groups that you've created mm. you know that's a commonality that you've yeah. noticed your during yeah. your conversations and your gatherings yeah sure this for me there's two main things that seem to stretch across most of the religions and philosophies that I've looked at and discovered and practiced and the first is is mindfulness so awareness uh seems to be referenced regularly or maybe more in some philosophies than others but there's there's always a um a recommendation or a practice there to stay aware to keep the light on you know to stay alert this is all mindfulness so that's the first thing and then the second thing that i find is an openness and i won't say to god or to a higher power or to to a creator god because that's certainly not the case as i understand buddhism um mm-hmm. but even within buddhism there is still a a recommendation of an opening to something that transcends you something transcendental mm-hmm. that that we can't describe so so this this is common 
And this is why for me, you know, those two areas and those two practices are just fundamental mm-hmm. for living consciously and you could say, you know, being spiritual. Mm-hmm. I mean, the mindfulness has got to be there. Without the mindfulness, you know, you can't access spirit. But mindfulness on its own really isn't enough mm-hmm. to be to be spiritual, in my opinion, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. you could be mindful, but if you're not open to spirit, then it's not going to be able to flow in and flow through you you'll get a lot of benefits from mindfulness by practicing Mm -hmm. it in a secular way and you know many people do it helps them with you know sleep and concentration and pain management and other health issues um lowers anxiety many many benefits but the real for me like the ultimate benefit of mindfulness is that it allows you to be in communication with god Yes. Yeah. I really appreciate your perspective and you sharing your your definition of mindfulness and the benefits of mindfulness, not just the the secular benefits. Also, the spiritual benefits of of mindfulness and meditation being the access, the access to connection to God, to connection to spirit, connection to something sacred and and something divine. So thank you so much for sharing. And I want to circle back to your business. So your business as a mindfulness teacher and and a coach for for yoga teachers and and teachers of mindfulness and meditation. Would you share a little bit more about that? Well, I do do mindfulness coaching for individuals who aren't necessarily teaching on a mm-hmm. one-to-one basis mm-hmm. um, but I have this community called Conscious Digital Teachers that's got I think at the moment it's around 400 mindfulness meditation and yoga teachers in there and mm. this is a community and an environment where people can share and get support and come along to free workshops so they can develop themselves as digital teachers and to grow their businesses Mm. um so yeah this is something that anyone is welcome to join and as part of that with the new members i do offer coaching so i work with people one-to-one uh to help them you know either get into teaching or to take an existing teaching practice or business and then to to expand that, to grow that, and to help more people, and to also, you know, create an income for themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Darren. It's been great to learn more about your your perspective on spirituality and what you offer to your your students and your clients as a, a mindfulness coach and a business coach. And I would like to wrap up with some final questions, starting with what are your top three ways that you would suggest to stay spiritually fit? Okay, top three off the top of my head. So mm-hmm. the first one, and I include this a lot in my teachings, is one that 
most people listening would have heard before, but they may need to be reminded, is to keep some awareness on the breath. Mm. When we keep awareness on the breath, even if it's a small percentage of our awareness, it means that we stay mindful and we stay present. Mm -hmm. And when we're mindful and present, that allows us to be skillful. And it means that we're at peace. So cultivating that as a practice as much as we can, even when you're speaking, you can still keep some awareness on the breath. Because when you're talking, the breath's like going out and then sometimes you pause, take it in breath and speak again. And yeah, it's always there, uh, changing and, and doing things. So that's the first one. Uh, the second one is to have a meditation practice. I appreciate this isn't for everyone. And some people might be better perhaps with a, a different type of practice where they're not sitting still as much, although we can meditate when we're moving. But I'm talking primarily here about sitting down on a regular basis and meditating. Uh, either unguided or guided um, I've got meditations on there on Insight Timer, the Insight Timer app. Um, and sticking to, I personally feel for most people, you know, simple practices and, and not having too many as well, maybe taking, you know, two at most three practices and, and working with those, meditating every day. And even if it's just for five minutes, that's really good because the meditation trains the mind to be mindful. So outside of the meditation, we can be more aware and more skillful. And, you know, everyone that I've talked to that has tried practicing meditation on a regular basis says it's help, says it helps. I've not met anyone mm-hmm. that says it doesn't help or it's, um, it's, I don't know, working against their life situation in some way interestingly i do meet christians that have a problem with it they're concerned mm-hmm. that if we meditate mm-hmm. that we're going to let demons in from the spiritual yeah. realm. i had the same thing with yoga i'll hear the yeah. same comment yeah mm-hmm. i don't buy that um i mm-hmm. think when we're meditating and we're aware and we're alert um you know that is our natural and best state and if there is any dark energy within the spiritual realm which I actually believe there is um meditation and mindfulness protects you against it it doesn't invite mm-hmm. it um, mm-hmm. what i tend to do with meditation is i combine meditation with the third top practice which is prayer mm. and if people are are open to communicating with God, and it might be expressing gratitude, um, requesting good things that your other people need, um, acknowledging all the beautiful creations and and God's power, or it could be um, communicating around times when we've been unskillful and requesting forgiveness uh, from God which I think is a beautiful practice, and I think that helps us forgive ourselves. Um, having a prayer practice on a on a daily basis, and sometimes pr- praying for me, the more the more I pray, uh, 
during the day. And the more I'm in communication uh, with God, then the better. And I find the more skillful my life experience is. I guess, I guess the vision is to be constantly in prayer, uh, which means that that spiritual receptivity is switched on at all times. Because when we're in communication with God, we don't necessarily need to be chatting. Um, mm-hmm. It can be that we're just listening or that there's just a peace or a love there. And for me, that's mm-hmm. prayer as well. So in my daily practice in the morning, I would meditate. Um, I, I do anything between, I don't know, half an hour and an hour's practice. So a certain percentage of time I'll meditate and then I will move into prayer. And mm-hmm. this combination works well and it doesn't need, you don't need to take as long as that. On Insight Timer, if you search search for me, um, there's a practice on there called Mindful Daily Prayer. And within a few minutes, it, it takes you, it guides you through this process of meditating to begin with, to um, cultivate and switch on mindful awareness and acceptance and then shift into spiritual receptivity and, and communication with God through prayer as one mm-hmm. practice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So just to summarize, keep some awareness on the breath, meditate and pray. Thank you so much for those reminders. I feel like I can always hear the suggestion to notice my breath. And whenever somebody suggests that to me, I catch myself and I notice, oh, I wasn't watching my breath. (laughs) So thank you so much to be aware of breath, to meditate, and to pray. Those are great tips that you shared with us today. And then one final question. Is there one blessing that you have experienced because of this pandemic? Yeah, I have experienced personally quite a bit of healing. Mm. Yeah, I found the lockdown, the the first lockdown in the UK. I say first because we're having local lockdowns now in in various oh, okay. places. Um, but yeah, that initial lockdown for me was was really really challenging, and because I was spending a lot of time in solitude as well, I think. Um, it just it just helped to bring up and out a lot of emotional pain that I was storing mm. um, that I've been carrying around for years. And through my practice, my spiritual practice, I was able to sit with that and basically allow some of it to heal. And that was a that was a real blessing. And mm. I think healing works through you know, having this receptivity and this communication with God. That's my, my, the way that I know it is that it's God that heals. Mm -hmm. Whether that's you um, directly initiating that or God initiating that with you, or whether that's through some channel or whether it's through someone else helping you to interface, but, you know, healing is a spiritual thing. And Mm -hmm. yeah, I feel grateful to have released some of the emotional pain, not all of it, but some of the emotional pain within me. Mm. uh, But for me, this is like a, a lifetime's work, this healing. Right. (laughs) Um, Right. Yeah. It's, and it's, it's good. And I would say that to anyone that's experiencing emotional pain, um, 
you know, yes, you know, go and get help where you need to speak to friends, go to the doctor if you need to do what you need to do. But, you know, be okay with sitting with the pain for, you know, as long as it's comfortable or well, not comfortable, but as long as it's, it's reasonable and, and safe for you. And, you know, invite God into that situation and uh, allow him to heal you. You know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank you for sharing that. That's a, a really important message. And it sounds like your practice, you know, the healing of emotional pain. Yeah, anything that can allow us to ease us from our suffering. Yeah, exactly. You know, that sounds like something that we that we would all appreciate. Darren, thank you so much for all of your offerings and your teachings today in this episode. I've received a lot, and I'm sure our listeners have received a lot and would like to know more. So can you share how can we how can listeners follow you, connect with you, take advantage of your coaching? Let us know. Yeah, the easiest way is to go to my Instagram profile. So search Darren Coburn, uh, Coburn is C-O-C-K-B-U-R-N. Or the other thing that you can do is go to darrencoburn.com. And this is where you can get access to the Conscious Digital Teachers community. And also, if you'd like a free trial in the Conscious Living community, which is where we do our spiritual study and our meditation We've actually got some four-week microcourses starting soon, um, Buddhist microcourses and prayer microcourses um, and various dropping sessions. Then, yeah, just direct message me or leave a comment on one of my posts and you can come into our group and meet the others and practice with us. Uh, it would be nice to see you. Mm-hmm. That's great. Thank you so much for being my guest and being our mindfulness teacher today and i wish you a wonderful day thank you Darren. yeah you're welcome amelia take care Mm -hmm. well i really appreciated that interview with darren and i have to admit i just love listening to his voice (laughs) it's very calming it's very soothing i appreciate the the accent And I want to share a few of the ways that you can connect with him. And I'll put this in the episode notes. So you can connect with him on Facebook at Darren Coburn Author. And how you spell Coburn is C-O-C-K-B-U-R-N. So on Facebook, Darren Coburn Author. And on Instagram, you can find him at Darren.Coburn. So it's Darren period Coburn. And on Twitter at Darren Coburn. And I'll put all of this in in the episode notes. And then again, I mentioned the Conscious Digital Teachers group that he offers on Facebook. It's a free membership. I highly recommend checking that out, especially if you're a teacher or want to be a teacher online of meditation or yoga or mindfulness. And look for him on Insight Timer, which is how I connected with him. He has multiple, many, many meditations there online and you get to experience a meditation with him in the next bonus episode. So stay tuned for that. Skip over to that episode and listen to it as often as you would like. And as always, I appreciate you being here to listen and I appreciate all my guests who have joined me here to share about spirituality, being spiritually fit, spirituality, fitness, and yoga. 
I'll be back again with a meditation or a class next week and then another guest interview in two weeks. Thanks so much for being here. Have a beautiful, blessed day. Peace out. Hey, it's Amelia again. So real brief, I wanted to let you know that I am on Insight Timer as a publisher, which I've shared before. So my recordings are there, yoga classes and meditations. And I have also been leading live events. My next one coming up is on Tuesday, tomorrow, November 17th at 8.45 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. So for me, that's California time. And I'm leading a timeout Tuesday, which is a yoga nidra and Reiki. And if you've never done the Insight Timer live stream events, all you need to do is go to the app or go to the website, insighttimer.com, and you will look for the live events. You'll find my name, Amelia Andalion. Look for Timeout Tuesday, and you enter the event live. You just click on live or click that you want to attend. And there's an opportunity to chat in the very beginning of the live event to say hello and make a connection. I'll do a check-in with you. And it'll be a 30-minute meditation, yoga nidra, which is a, a yogic sleep. So it will relax you. And if it's daytime when you're listening to it, then you can relax and not go back to bed. <laughs> and then I will also be offering Reiki, which is an energy healing, which I'm a, I'm a certified Reiki 2 practitioner. So I can do remote energy healing. I'll be offering that to the community that will be listening in. So that's Tuesday, timeout Tuesday, November 17th, 8.45 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And I have been offering these live events weekly. They're typically Mindful Monday events. You'll see that. Check the schedule. Um, and this week, this week, it's timeout Tuesday. All right. Thank you so much for listening. Maybe I'll see you on Insight Timer on a live stream. Take care.